Hello Nation, this is He-Man 493 from Animaga Nation, One Nation Under Anime, and today we're going to do the R&D for No Guns Life, Episode 4, Trigger. I have today with me Icelick and Miss Jennifer. Thank you guys for joining me. I know you guys are very busy, but thank you guys for recording with me today. How are you guys? Going good. Yeah. Yeah. Don't always <laughs> quiet, Miss Jennifer. <laughs> a, wo- a woman of a few words. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're continuing from our last episode that was called Puppet. That was episode three. In this episode, they did come give you guys a recap of what happened last time. If you guys want to know a little bit more detailed as to what happened, listen to our episode three podcast. I will put the link in the description. And right now we continue on where we left off at the end of episode three, where Tessero was controlling Jinzo's body using his Harmony Extend programming is for trying to protect Annie, who is a Extend and is able to transform her body into like a spider-like Extended and protect her. No, I believe Annie is the older sister and End is the sister that can change her body into a spider. So Hugh Cunningham and his two extended bodyguards were going to exterminate these girls because they failed their mission to kill Tessero and, well, no, not kill, but capture Tessero and kill Jinzo. So Hugh Cunningham sees this extend protecting them. He scolds the two girls for being followed and thinks, that Tessero controlled Jinzu is from the Kuusi group. Now, the Kuusi group is the group that Hung, the guy who asked Jinzo for help, is from. And they're in his territory, which is called the Pit. And remember, Hung said to Jinzo not to make any noise or anything, and they won't have a problem. Stay there as long as he wants, as long as they don't make any noise. So, with one snap of his fingers, Hugh Cunningham makes his guards attack Jinzo's body, and bodyguard was able to cut open or damage the cover that Tessero had put on Jinzo's face. Remember, Jinzo is a, is a very popular extend. He defends the extended. So people can recognize him very easily. So now that he's exposed, of course, Cuttingham is very, 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 very happy because he now has one of his mortal enemies that embarrassed him in the last episode at his mercy and orders the girls to kill him in order of this scene. For me in particular, I think that this was the first sign that Tessero bit off more than he can chew and that he realized that just taking over someone's body was not enough to do the thing that he wanted to do. We're at the scene where Jinzo's face has been exposed, and now Hugh Cunningham now knows that he's fighting Jinzo. Tessero, at this point, knows he's put himself in even more deep water. Now, I asked Icelick, before you were for Tessero doing this, you were for him taking over Jinzo's body, but now are you are you for him now? Because he's started to make this a bigger problem than he already has. Not only that, also taking consideration that now that Cunningham knows that Jinzo is the one attacking them, 
he orders the girls to go and attack Jinso so that way they can redeem themselves. So, do you still think he's on the right? Maybe not. Uh, I still think he was kind of in the right. <laughs> Oof, you, you are a believer. You are a trooper, man. So, why so? Because he's trying to show that he can actually... I know he's failing at it, that he can actually fight for himself, but at least he's trying. It's not like... <laughs> It's better to try than, than don't try at all. Things oh, like, I'm sorry. It seems like Junzo is trying to not let him have it at all. The choices that Tessero made, were they the right ones, or should he have heeded Junzo's words? Hmm. Because he got himself in even more deep I, water now. I stand by that this is kind of meant as one of those moments of showing you how like, unknowledgeable he is about the world around him. Because aside from being a, like, experiment, he's also, he's a kid, but he's also from an, like, affluent family. Which would change I sometimes think. Maybe your belief of people's ruthlessness. Maybe not. Maybe it enforces it, depending on how your family is affluent. But. Would this be as somewhat of a symbol of his humanity in a way? That childishness is the thing that kind of keeps him from being a complete heartless robot? Tetsuro or? Tetsuro, yes. I mean, he's not a robot. See, no, he's a person. No. Both. No. no. But, I don't know. We link a lot of times in media, I think, that that childishness, we view it as a piece of humanity because we want to view, ooh, children are the purest things in the world, when in actuality, children are terrible. Like We have to teach them what they can and can't say to people in the world. But I think we do like to view someone's almost like childlike wonder or childlike belief in humanity and belief in people, like the belief that people are good deep down as like a part of people's humanity. So yeah. I think so. Well, moving on, now N transforms into her spider form and begins to shoot off these bullets from her, I believe, her sack, which spiders have this specs on the back, and she actually is able to almost pierced Tetsuru controlled Jinzo. Now Tetsuru is saying to the girls, why are you doing this? You're being controlled. Why do you need to attack me? And Annie says that you don't have the right to say anything. We don't have a choice. We don't get that freedom. We're only doing this because we have to do this, because we have to survive. And so you see that End is able to strike Tetsuru and cut off the basket that he had on Jinzo's back, and this reveals Tetsuro's body to Hugh Cunningham, which means that Hugh Cunningham now has not only Tetsuro's body that he's been trying to find for so long, but Jinzo as well at his mercy. 
and in that instant figures out that Tetsuro is taken possession of Jinzo's body, which means that Jinzo is at a weakened state right now. So, I I'm going to probably be asking you a lot of this tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> it's still on the Tessero bandwagon because. Yeah, it because just they would have never found out bad. about these children to begin with because Jinzo did not want to give off into this. He didn't want but to it give just went from bad. Off. It just went from bad to like, okay, this is just getting ridiculous now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You gotta admit, his inexperience, I mean, he might have the body, but he doesn't have the combat experience that. Yeah, of course he doesn't. Jinzo, the real. That's why I kind of think has. that dude, they're both in the so wrong. He doesn't know how to handle himself in this situation. How? Because he wasn't allowing him to do what he needs to do. He was kind of shutting him out the door. But Tessaro took over someone's body without their permission. I know that, but he only took over and his body Jin- permission because he was not allowing him to do what he needs to do. That's the only reason why he went to take over his body. He Which wanted he him had no involvement in because this, he knew he was going to fall in Yeah, because he knew he was going to fall into a trap like this. He knew that they were using something these Well, I'm just saying if they allowed him, him to they probably could have like made another robot body for him to take control of. Never mind. I'm just saying he could have been involved in some other way. But since he was not allowing him to be involved at all, he decided to take over. You're right about that. But what you're you're but what we're logically looking at is that Tessaro made a big mistake. Jinzu explained to him that their human organization is He's utilizing the murders of these children to draw him out. Therefore, he needs to stay put because if he goes out there, they're going to find him and they're going to take him back home and he's not going to escape. Yes, it was painful. Yes, Jinzo didn't like it himself, but he has to think about, like the girl said, like the two girls are saying to him, their survival. Now, they can go out there and play hero. Tessaro gets captured. They can be put. Tetra stays alive. It's either his life or the or the children's life. One or the other. I'm not saying you're right or wrong. Do you agree, Jennifer, with Isaac? I mean, I see that side, and I understand that argument. I understand the argument for both sides, where one is is there a moral question about taking over someone's body when they have explicitly told you, no, we're not going to do this? Especially when you're taking that person's body to a fight where they might die. But there's also the kind of question of, like, Tessaro is trying to save people. And sometimes that involves questionable actions, I guess. It's why lawful good characters are so boring to play in D&D. Lawful good is the worst that you can ever be. Yeah. Because you're restricted. That's a good response. I understand that. It's really interesting how you guys differ, or how we all differ in a way, from this episode. It's really really cool how we all have different 
we took away different messages from the from Tessaro's actions. So we move on to a scene where Tessaro talks to Annie and says that he doesn't believe that people should be used as gears, they're not tools, and Annie is walking towards his body and tells him that it's nothing personal, it's just we have to survive. But something is stopping her from picking up Tessaro's body, and is looking at her sister, and wondering what she's going to do. Annie now is conflicted because she realizes that the boy that is controlling that body went through just as much as she has. And this is the part where all her time, she's always done her job. She's never had any type of confliction. But now that she's met Tessero, who's been defending her, even though throughout this entire battle, her and her sister have been trying to kill him, he still wants to defend them. And so she tells her sister to hurry up and kill him because if they don't, they won't survive. Now, N just says, hey, let's hold my hand. There was a scene where we now understand why the girls do the whole holding hands thing, where there was an adult that told them that if the bigger sister has to hold the hand of the little sister, so that way the little sister doesn't get lost. That's kind of their connection. And you can see the confliction in Anne because she now understands that Tessero is like them. And this boy is not as... He doesn't have any authority. He's good. He, he actually cares. So it might conflict her. It's conflicting her. We only do this for survival statement. Where now she's no longer standing by those words. Now she actually has some empathy for the boy. What were your reactions to that? I just thought that that was interesting that they were understanding Tetsuro and that, that he's in the same situation as they are. That he's just trying to survive. And he's trying to I mean, I'm not sure he is trying to survive, but he is risking his life to save them. Right. And... Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I already finished my point. (laughs) Now, unfortunately, what happened after that was that Hugh Cunningham, the freaking a-hole, shoots and with the paralyzing bullet. Now, these two paralyzing shots makes her sub-brain unstable. Now, remember, when we talked about the first episode, that extended to use their sub-brain in order to control the extended robotic mechanisms that they use. If that part of the brain is unstable, it could mean a lot of problems. So, end is going to go berserk again. And Tensoro is sitting there confused. Hugh Cunningham knew who eventually Tessero would come out of hiding and they'll be able to capture him again. He was never in doubt that Tessero would be unable to find. He just wanted to torture Jinzo because of the fact Jinzo, in an earlier episode, made him look stupid. But what do you think of Hugh Cunningham? Now, do you think he's even a better... He's the next evil villain or antagonist of 
that Jinzo and the crew are going to have to face off. Yeah, I think he is for the time being. I don't think he's going to be like the main villain, but I think he is the villain for the time. He's not main villain because big corporations are the main villain yeah. of this show. And he's not the main, That's what he's not the big boss. <laughs> he's a mini boss. Yeah. Basically. You get to halfway through the Dark Souls level. That's who he is. So, unfortunately, she transforms back into a spider, and Tetsuro with one lap to protect her, her sister. But, not only has he now lost control of the body to where the point where he has now returned to his original body, but Anne is dying and tells him that he's trusting him to help her sister and hold her hand for her. And Anne passes away. And we see Tetsuro standing on his feet with his extends. You have electricity going running through his arms and legs, and he begins to use harmony. But this time, Harmony is very, very weak. It's, it's not strong. So he's able to utilize Harmony on one of her spider legs and able to hit a certain point of her body that can attack her subbrain and maybe even kill her. Unfortunately for Tetsuro, he is too weak. His extend fries, and basically now he has no harmony anymore. And, as an extra bonus, he can't move at all. That means he's back to square one. It's exactly where he was back in the apartment with Jinzo and Mary. He's he has he's paralyzed again. So, Ice Lick. What do you think? Really not letting me win this one. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I mean, that's what happened. (laughs) The thing is, they would have never found out about that the weak point is the part of her back part of the neck. Because that's what he figured out. It was kind of sad, though, for how this girl died. Someone has to die first. Yeah, yeah, there's always a guy to sacrifice, sadly. Yeah, it was interesting. It was sad how Annie died. I was I was hoping that she wouldn't die, but she ended up dying. I thought that was kind of sad because then that makes it even worse for Tetsuro. It does. What do you think, Jennifer? I don't know. Someone always has to die first. And I don't know. <laughs> Again, a woman of few words. I didn't feel anything about her death. I kind of guessed one of them, if not both of them, are going to die. And I was kind of had already figured the way to make that death affect more people is to kill the one who has to keep the other one sane. Right. Yeah. That's the way to do it. That's the way to get that like emotional hit. And um, and I noticed that we found out that Annie doesn't have any upgrades, I think. 
No, she doesn't. She's just as human as anyone else. Yeah, so I guess she was just kidnapping her sister, or she's just like an emotional support of her sister. Like probably both. She's her sister's emotional support human. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think it is. She just needs the vest. So they were just like, using her as a as a way to tame the beast, in a way. Because you trust trust anyone else but really family or maybe a close friend but family is always going to be somebody you can trust is it I don't believe that <laughs> is it really <laughs> someone close to you not yeah. the family <laughs> or I was, was going to say define family that's true we have different yeah, definitions we, of family so. yeah I have a de- different yeah. definition of family than most people <laughs> yeah that's true. Also, I, I mean, feel like most people reach that point in their adult life where you end up with that my friends are my family. Yeah. Type of thing, especially as you get older. Well, Tethero is sitting on the ground trying to reach his hand out to end to try to help her, but unfortunately, he cannot reach her. He's paralyzed. Doomed to basically sit there and watch this girl rampage. But, just in the nick of time, Jinzo awakes the real Jinzo, and he's able to stop this girl from hurting Tetsuro, tells the kid he's crazy, and that he can't believe he took over his body, and with one hand rips this girl's spider arms out of his shoulder and throws her through the alleyway. Now, and is able to use her spider legs to catch herself, between two buildings, and Jinzo grabs Tetsuro by the collar and tells him, what do you think you can do? You can't even move your body properly, and you have no harmony. So the best thing for him is to move out of the way, and also he takes him to an elevator, and this is a funny scene. We've seen this many times with other characters, where there is an extended who is very different. You can see that he has been upgrading a lot. And when he looks at Jinzo, he says, oh my god, your, your head, it's a gun. And he throws Tetsuro in, inside the elevator on top of the man, knocking the man down. And Jinzo gets into the elevator with Tetsuro. And he tells Tetsuro that there isn't a lot of options for him to stop this girl. And thanks to him using him in harmony, he's basically got maybe, maybe a couple more plans in his plate. And that's about it. So he finally decides that he's going to let Tetsuro pull his trigger. No, I don't mean that trigger. No one was thinking any other trigger, so I'm what you were thinking. <laughs> hey, you, 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 this is the anime community. You'd be surprised. Oh <laughs> I wasn't thinking anything until you said that. Just making sure. Now, I don't know if also, is that the light? I don't think that's the the, like, euphemism for that. <laughs> that's it's what not, I was saying. Yeah, I don't think that's a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. See, euphemism, that's, that's a word. I'll find it. Moving on. Tetsuro gets behind Jinzo and grabs his trigger and fires. He's able to shoot through and and stop her rampage. But however, the blast was so strong that it shot up 
out of the building and into the sky for all the whole entire city to see. So a lot of people, obviously, you're going to see that energy blast. Now, fortunately for Tetsuro, he, the children were saved and Mary was able to create a program that helped them with that paralyzing thing that Hugh Cunningham used against N. And also N is alive and well thanks to Miss Mary, who has saved her life and given her some better extents. So Jinzo tells Tetsuro that now he has moved from prey to enemy of the Burhan Corporation. He should never forget that, that he, when they, next time they see him, if Hugh Cunningham sees him again, he's an enemy. He's not a prey. So he has no advantages now. He has no access now. He's, he's just as equal as Jinzo is. And Jinzo finally drops him on the ground and tells him one last thing. Never, ever use harmony on him again. And Tetsuro gets angry because Jinzo tells him that he can walk the rest of the way back. And then Tetsuro begins to insult Jinzo, saying that he never wants to use harmony on him again, that his toes are big. They go back and forth uh, with insults. And that's the end of that story. But there is an ending scene where we see a character who has, I believe, purple hair. And she's looking on a computer, seeing the blast that Jinzo had fired from his head. She actually says, Jinzo, do you know what you've done now? And that's where the episode ends. So I'm curious as to who this new character is. I definitely can't wait to see. But, okay, Icelick, I'm going to ask you this one last time. After all your senpai has done, are you still on his team? Or no? He still showed how capable he was to get the job done. It's just, he made, even though he made some errors along the way, he still got his job done. He's human, so you're going to make errors along the way in any situation. And Juso has done that himself. He has made mistakes himself in bad situations, and he's gotten his way out of it, so... Hey, you you stand by your man. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, he has to learn how to challenge himself as well. I mean, in the anime, he did say that he was was naive and that he made a, some mistakes and that he should have never really took over Jinzo's body because he only thought all he needed was his body and he would be okay. But there's, like I said, there's that experience, that knowledge. Jinzo's been through wars. He understands what how this works. So hopefully he has learned and understand that just because you want to protect something doesn't mean you can and there might be a lot of risk, because he made it out of the skin of his teeth. Do you agree with that? Do you think he made it out of the skin of his teeth? He did prove to him that he was actually worth it, worth fighting, he was worth fighting for, and that he was worth, he was worthy, he was worthy opponent of fighting the, he was worthy to take the opponent down. <laughs> I didn't know how to phrase it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm laughing, but yeah, we're probably going to have, like, future fights about this. To me, it proved his naiveness. It proved to me that he is not ready, because he did not think things through logically. 
he almost cost two girls their well, he cost one girl his her life. He almost cost two of them. He almost caused Jinzo to lose his own life, and he didn't even have control over his own body. All well, for this seemingly where he's like, I wanna protect the children. Meanwhile, the children are the bait that's drawing him out to the corporation that's trying to take over his body and use him as a tool. Everything was wrong in that situation, in my opinion. He did not think this through logically. Well, Juso did not think logically when he first had his when he had his first battle. The body that Susan was using to con- to control was actually a real person, and then he finds out that it wasn't later on. But he thought that that thing was actually dead. So he oh yeah, because he, he also risked causing a life as well in his own battles. Yeah, because he didn't know it was a real person. <laughs> well, I'm trying to say is that they both made a mistake of causing someone's life. It, the the Tesro's still alive. He just I broke know, a never <laughs> I don't sure you understand what I mean. <laughs> I understand what you mean, but there's some some holes in your argument there, buddy. But anyway. No, I'm trying to say is that he both they both fell into that mistake of losing someone's life. Never mind. He didn't know that <laughs> I know you. I know your team Tetsuro. I get it. I get it. Your team Tetsuro. Jennifer, did you have anything or any comments about the new character or Tetsuro's actions or what Jinzo said to him or the fact that End is still alive? Someone needs to kill the weird spider girl. <laughs> no one should look like that. It's weird. Did it also, did it, the word I was it, looking for in my brain that I thought was euphemism is anyone. Uh-huh. No. Uh, piece of sometimes. But I. It's hard. I kind of am with Steven. Partially because there always has to be a learning experience. Uh-huh. For anything, understand that learning experience for him mm. specifically, okay. even just like he directly caused someone's death, and like that's a way to learn. Don't cause death, or do if you want to be a murderer. It is a good learning experience. You're right about that. About not causing people's deaths, yeah. Unless you want to be a murderer. Uh- <laughs> Some people choose that as essentially their career path. Alright. What about I'm the I'm just trying character? to say that okay. they wouldn't have gotten out of this situation if it wasn't for Tosu to find out that that weakness is a part of the, the back of her neck. Wait, They're what? Right. Learn that. <laughs> because of this. <laughs> that... And now we can kill the spider girl because she looks weird. Well, and no one should look like a spider because that's terrifying. Didn't they nurse her with Mary? Yeah, we don't know if she's using using those extended parts anymore. Yeah, I don't think I'm not sure if she's using the extended parts anymore because I remember. They oh, took I don't her, remember. But they good. took her to Mary and nursed her in a way because I think they they knocked her out and they decided to take her to Mary. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mary got rid of yeah. a certain thing that was in her body. I think that makes her look like a spider. I don't know. No, I think it's uh, I forgot what it was, but I know they got rid of something. 
What did you guys think of the new character? Oh, I think they got rid of the thing that controls her. The the thing that makes her out of control. Okay. Cool. Because, yeah, it says that they... It says Mary repairs end day's extensions and work on a solution to reawaken end day. Yeah, so I think they, they just repair her extension. They, like, made it so she won't, like, freak out and lose yeah. control? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. When, last question, you guys. What do you guys think of the new character that we saw at the end, very end? Because she obviously knows Jinso, so maybe a past lover, maybe a sister, maybe a close friend. I just thinking as someone that he's well worked with before, because he's he's a guy that fixes up things, so he might have met her before, like a, probably a mission to do for her, and he did it for her in the past. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What about you, Miss Jennifer? Hi, Steven. What? I said I think you're right. What? About what? About who she is. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Alright. Well, this has been fun. I do thank Isaac for being a worthy opponent. But we'll we'll have this discussion later, Isaac. (laughs) But But, uh, there's also an interesting thing I did learn about this episode. They did talk a lot about free will, and I did like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And also, it talked about also... Oh, thank you for reminding me, because Jinzo actually made a good point when he was carrying Tetsuro to the elevator. He said that, hey, you used me like a tool, just like that corporation did. You didn't even think about what I wanted, or my feelings about it. You just decided to use me as a tool. You know better than that. Yeah, he did make that point, but he also said that you wanted me to throw a fit, so here I am throwing a fit. (laughs) (laughs) That's your counter- Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's your counter argument. You told me to throw a fit, so I throw a fit. Because that makes perfect freaking sense. (sighs) I'm going to be quiet now. The debater in me is coming out. Anything else, guys, you want to say? No, I think there's nothing else. Mm-hmm. I guess Janet does, has to say, ah. Uh. <laughs> she's, a, she's a woman of few words. That's <laughs> so mysterious. I don't know. I about this one? You're not this sure is about such a hard question. But the pacing, is, this is such a slow burn that I feel if I could watch all of it at once, because then at least it would kind of feel like the pacing is up. But the fact that we're, I'm doing it week by week makes the pacing seem even slower, in a way. To me, it feels like there isn't that much, probably there isn't that much content in the manga, so they're trying to fill it up with filler, and it makes everything go so slow. There is, though. This is kind of how the manga is. I think both of them are kind of just slow burn. So I read a little bit of the manga. Oh, I'm just assuming. I'm not sure the manga. I never read the manga. I I think this is kind of where it's going to ramp up a little bit. What the problem with this anime is, is that it's extremely slow. What if the ending is not as good of a payoff 
for this slow of a burn. Mm-hmm. That would be catastrophic. Because I think the an- the manga is still going. And if it's still going, mm-hmm. it means it doesn't have an ending. Yes, it is still going. It says, yeah. it says present. Because and... looking at the Wikipedia, it says August 2014 to present. It has nine volumes so far. Yeah, so that means since it doesn't have an ending, oh boy, the season might That's end a- with that kind of BS, the really open ended anime will end with, where it's like kind of an ending, but it's also open ended enough that they didn't cut it off from having an ending. Well, we don't know if this is going to have multiple seasons. Well, that's the thing. is, like, you don't know sometimes. I still did like this episode because the emotional uh, feelings of the characters still got to me. That's, I think that's the only strong suit the anime has emotionally. Yeah. Well, I, I, you can acknowledge that his emotions were very valiant. Dumb, but valiant. And we also had emotions for uh, from what... Annie was explaining about free will, which I did like that she was explaining. Yeah, and she was talking about how she did, they don't have free will, that they don't have it, they don't have that choice, and that they that they have to survive. This is what they are. This is, they've always done this together, compared to what Tessero had. And is it does kind of a way when you sign up for something, you don't always get the free will that you want, and Indeed. it's like like. I think that's what they were trying to explain in this episode. Such is the... Such is life. Yeah. Don't always get what you want. But I do want to say thank you, Icelick, and thank you, Miss Jennifer, for joining me. And thank you guys for listening. Please follow us on Twitter. We have our Twitter page that Miss Jennifer has kindly made. And we're getting our website together, so we're going to have some stuff on there. If you guys haven't checked out the first round of the AMN anime championship tournament please check it out it's akano versus sleepy ash you can find out who won in that particular battle and we are so stoked for miss jennifer's gonna be doing some anime irls for sherlock she's that's something that she really likes she is very passionate about sherlock holmes so yeah so if you want to know anything about sherlock holmes trust me you should definitely talk to her we're all gonna learn about sherlock holmes and the Whitechapel murder. See, already. She's already educated. Already. I'm also, for me, it's going to be, I'm going to be working on my own YouTube channel pretty soon, talking about D- Dungeons and Dragons, esports, and video games, so stick around for that. I will also be make. I'm also part of the uh, Damachi Amino community. I'll be making some uh, dungeons for those guys and role-playing with them. And yeah, so a lot of new projects for me as well. Working on maybe producing our first ever manga. That's good, but it's going to take us some time, so stay tuned for that as well. And for me, Ice Link and Miss Jennifer, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.